CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. The last time I had my guests on this podcast, they spilled a lot of tea. Today, we're going to focus on Clayton and recap the episode, but I do have to ask some questions about what they've been up to. You know them as the hosts of Bachelors in the City, Peter Weber and Dustin Kendrick. How are you guys? We are doing good, Sarah. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks. thanks for having us on. Thank you. Um, still podcast hosts, but no longer roommates. Am I correct? Yeah, we had a little break. We breakup. broke up. Broke what up. happened? Who snores too much? Who, who's not clean? We got, we got in a big fight. We didn't really want to air this out, but we figured why not? But just since you ask, I guess we should uh, we should come clean with everyone, you know? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And <laughs> You know, it's uh, <laughs> it was a, I think some communication issues, um, if I'm being completely honest. And I think we just uh, we went our own ways. And Somebody uh, watched yeah. the Netflix show without the other one. Actually, All that's the true. time. He, he watched oh Sex in the gosh. City without me way too much. And at this, this point, I've just like, gone over it. The disrespect. Though. Wow. I'll tell you what. No, it's okay. just a temporary, a temporary move. We're waiting for uh, our new lease to start up in March, so we are uh, on a break. But we have uh, <laughs> get back together, guys. So don't don't you worry. Oh, good. Don't you worry. I was losing sleep over it personally. I saw the moving. I was like, "What's no, going I on?" It. Yeah. Um, we had lost to get, sleep had to too. Get to the bottom of it. It's been crazy. Yeah, I miss him. I it's miss been a him. crazy time. Oh well, you're still yeah. doing Aww. the podcast. How has that been going? Yeah, it's it's crazy. We never thought it would have. I mean, we're almost on a year right now, you know, and it's the podcast game is very hard to keep up with. And uh, we're sticking strong. I, I, I knew nothing. I mean, I truly knew nothing going into it. Never would have thought of ever doing a podcast. And only because Dustin, you know, I convinced him to, uh, to move out <laughs> to New York City. He agreed. And so I agreed to do a podcast with him. And that's kind of how it started. And it's been a blast. And it it's kind of taken off uh, and just been a little unexpected but we're very very grateful for it and having a blast with all our third roommates out there and uh, we'll see uh what the future holds but it's looking bright so it's very cool nice have you guys been doing more you do guests but then you also talk about the show sometimes i think because people probably ask you and then i know you do like your own life right just updates yeah we do uh two episodes a week um we normally have guests we interview or just what me and Peter are going through. A lot of times we just have late kind of like our own therapy sessions, honestly, yeah. between the two of us. Like we're just like, it's literally like the, like the title is two bachelors in the city. And we just talk about our life, all the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny. And um, we just share it with everyone. And I, yeah. I don't know if people have been like enjoying it, but then of course we have, we have the bachelor tie too. And we do some recaps and, and keep up with it. We try to get as many guests on as we can. The show has not been the best at, uh, <laughs> For whatever reason, they don't approve our uh, our guest requests. I don't know what that says, but um, we still have a good time with it. 
you know, when you get like five minutes with Clayton, I don't ever really get to get much anyway. So you're not missing it. But after the contracts are up, you know how it goes. That's when that's when you get the real thing anyway. Hey, that's that's when yeah. We'll start getting our guess. <laughs> um, Dustin, you have a girlfriend, right? I do. Yeah. I have a Can girlfriend. you tell me anything about her that you feel comfortable sharing? Of course. Um, yeah, I have a girlfriend. It's I guess it's been like eight months. Um, very sweet girl. She was uh raised in London, but she is American. Um She's a journalist for the sun. Um, just a great girl. I love spending time with her and uh, we're just going strong. And Pete's been a little jealous lately. He's like mad that she's taking me away from him, but he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. She's taking up a lot. She's lucky that I like her so much because she's taking up <laughs> a lot of time uh, with Dusty, with my bestie. And uh, no, but I'm, I'm super happy no. for the two of them. They've had a, uh, a beautiful start to their relationship. And um, honestly, it's been cool just to, to have it as a model of, you know, something hopefully that I, I can find soon. So they've been, um, I'm very happy for the two of them. Yeah. Peter, Peter loves cat. He's like, dude, you, you just want to have like cat move in. Like all three of us could live together. Could be like I know. I, <laughs> like let, let's just come on. I'm not even in that. the relationship and I feel like I need to pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. You're doing that bad, that thing that I feel like people say that after they're on this show, they move too fast. Cause that's not what they're used to. And you're moving along Dustin's relationship for him. Well, can't you find, can't you fall in love in two months and know that you want to <laughs> spend the rest of your life with someone? Like, what are you waiting for, bro? <laughs> How did you meet her? (laughs) How did I meet her? Oh, it's a very interesting story. Oh, this is a story. All right. So here we go. I'm going to lay it out for you guys. So her and my buddy Clay had matched on the app Raya. So they had matched and Clay Clay Harbor. Clay Clay Harbor Harbor. of Bachelor fame himself. Correct. That'll come into play later too. We have a really funny update. We just keep it all in the family. Um, (laughs) Anyways, uh, he came out here to visit me and Pete and we were hanging out and he was like, Hey, I haven't met this girl before, but I'm going to invite her out to our um, Sunday fun day we had um, back in March. So he he invites her out and um, me and her just kind of hit it off. And uh, ever since then, like we went on a date maybe like two weeks later and it's just been Going steady. It's been, yeah, going steady. Oh, they really um, hit it off. <laughs> How did Clay feel about that? Uh, I, I don't think Clay minds. Um, <laughs> it was undeniable. He, I think he's okay. It was so funny. It, it was meant to be them from the beginning. So we found out later that we had gone out to this, uh, kind of like the sports bar. And later on, Kat admits that she had like taken notes or like had taken videos of, um, or not and her close friends, girl, girls uh, in their close friends story. They put yeah, like pony said, notes and stuff. Yeah. And had pegged Dustin as really like something like really cute guy, like really digging him. And like right off the bat, Dustin <laughs> had caught her eye. And so it was kind of destined from the start to be that way. All right. That's good. Then no drama, but shout out to Clay for matching with her technically. I got to appreciate. And yeah. You know, the best thing about this is Clay's moving in with me and Peter. This is going to be hilarious. In March. <laughs> oh my God. A third roommate of, wow. I yeah, love that. Now you have to help Clay. Yeah, you got to return the favor, dude. Yeah. Uh, I think Clay's going to be a-okay here in New Ooh. York. He's going to be a-okay. Okay. So he's moving to New York. He's moving to New York. So wow. it's going to be me, Peter and Clay Harbor uh, living together under one roof. Wow. Um, who knows Special what these appearances adventures. by Kat. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Special appearances by Kat. And of course, Trippy and Sophia. Yes. The dogs. Right. Mm-hmm. But if they weren't and it was something else weird. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be, that'd be awkward. No, that'd be. Um, and Peter, I have to ask you, do you have a love life update for me? You got an update, Peter? What's, I, what's going on with you, man? You know, I, I haven't even asses, seen you. This I get great. asses all the time. Yeah. I get asses all the time. Um, I, uh, 
I had a, a Broentines day yesterday, I would say, with nice. one, of, one of my best friends. Um, you know what? It, sometimes people I feel like can shame on Valentine's Day if you're single. And I am, I am single. I'm enjoying being single and uh, I'm in a very good place. Um, not rushing it, not pushing it. And uh, just going, I say where the, where the wind kind of blows me right now. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But as always, I have the faith, you know, it's going to happen. And um, it just hasn't happened yet, but that is a-okay. Any any girls catching your eyes, Peter? I haven't I haven't talked to you in a while. I mean, good question. I know. Yeah, I, what I, I say. I got this. I got this. Don't worry about this. Our communication this. really has kind of, you know, struggled a little bit and I've taken a hit. <laughs> Um, actually, yeah, a couple, I would Ooh. say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, you, I don't know why you're acting like you know none of this. Uh, you're girls the first person I talk to. Girl, hi, girls we would know or girls that we, we wouldn't know. No, no, not no one from like the show or anything. Um, but just, uh, yeah, some great, great quality girls. Um, just a couple, nothing like crazy, but, uh, around New York city, nothing serious though, nothing serious though. As, as soon as anything serious guys, believe me, I'm not, I've never been someone to shy away from expressing myself and emotions. Like I, I don't hide that kind of stuff. So as soon as um, it's serious, we'll all be under one household together. Me, cat, him. <laughs> it'll be like full house. Be, it's going to be all of us. So now that's a reality show. <laughs> <laughs> you might be on this yeah. one actually. I yeah. can produce. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> would you say, cause it's been now oh, like two years since you finished being the bachelor and obviously when the show first ends, it's like a lot of attention still and a lot of yeah. this and, you know, COVID was weird and obviously you dated Kelly and then you were single. Would you say now you're at the point where it's like died down a little bit with people? Like, do you ever meet people who don't bring stuff up to you now? I'll say when, when, when that does happen, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And like, I, that just, to me is, it's like a huge weight off my back. And like when people don't, like, I, I'm not like mad about like my experience was I had a, a truly like I appreciate the experience. There was good things. There was bad things from it. And I always choose to be appreciative of it. Um, you always have that choice. And so that's what I choose. Um, but when people kind of like allow me to just be Peter and removed from that and like there's so many other things of just being the bachelor like to me i look at that's like it feels like almost a lifetime ago still parts of it seemed like it was just yesterday but i do feel like i'm starting to really kind of move on from that and um that's not the biggest thing around my life anymore at least i hope to feel that way and so uh, when i do meet people and that just doesn't come up i like it is the most refreshing thing in the world and uh, and i love that um and and if it does like it's not like something i can't touch on and like reflect on because it was a part of my life a very big part of my life um but i guess all this is to say is just i'm very excited to to kind of like really get on to the next chapter and and, and put that behind me and um that's kind of where my mindset's at fair enough flying planes children's books got a lot going on people forget yeah. he's a pilot I you know, know cool? he has a real job. He's a pilot. You know how cool <laughs> like it is? Like a big to, airline. You know how cool yeah, it is to live with someone that's a pilot? And I hate flying. So I'm always like, Pete, so what if this happens? Like we watched Flight the other day with Denzel Washington. I'm like, uh -huh. just tell me this. There's no way this can happen, right? <laughs> like he, he's been helping my nerves. My calming yeah, me. Yeah. Dustin's a nervous flyer. But yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm going to start doing that. I'm waiting to go to my new airplane. And that's going to open up a whole new adventure. All Europe, all international. And, you know, with co hopefully COVID kind of really starting to go away and, and travel really opening up. Uh, that's I'm so I'm stoked for that. Awesome. Well, let's talk about Clayton. I'll grill you guys more later. I'm sure I'll come up with something to ask you. Um, I don't think we're going to get in trouble, though, for those, for those answers. So. <laughs> no, that was great. Beautifully Josh, done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now let's talk about Clayton. Let's talk more about the show. So we'll see how it goes oh, there. Oh, God. Um, right. 
How have you guys been watching this season regularly? Do you tune in and out? Or how do you feel about Clayton as a lead overall? Where where are we temperature check wise? Well, we do uh, recaps weekly, um, so we are very very familiar with oh Clayton, and um, I I'm enjoying the show so far. I'm not gonna lie, I was very hesitated at first, and um, I think he's doing a phenomenal job, and uh, I'm excited so far. I so. Yes. Well, obviously we're, we're, uh, we're caught up. I just actually finished, uh, catching up on the last episode this morning. Um, but here's my take. So my, my heart goes out to Clayton so much because I relate to Clayton in so many ways. And I look at his season and I'm seeing so many, um, it's like, it's, it's almost a little bit of PTSD for me, like being pulled back into it. Cause I'm just like, I've been in that exact situation. I've been told something so similar to that. I've had to make a decision very similar to that under that kind of pressure. And it was, I was actually talking to a producer the other day. Um, and, and she was, she was agree with me like hundred percent on. She's like, she actually said it too. She's like, yeah, I feel like a lot of the same similarities from your season are, are in this one with Clayton. Um, so my heart goes out to him and it's, it's, it's just, it's tough. It's definitely, it, it kind of felt like with, uh, we were talking like with Matt season, it wasn't the drama didn't necessarily involve him as much. He wasn't kind of sucked mm-hmm. into it as much. There was still drama, but it was maybe more around like the women. This is like, it's Clayton in my, in my season or a little bit more where we kept getting dragged into it. And it's just, it's a very uncomfortable kind of situation. And, um, it's not easy to make the right decision all the time. And when you're not privy to all this information. So that's why I, uh, I'm trying to defend Clayton as much as I can with certain situations. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm glad you offered that up. Cause Peter, I mean, it's hard to deny that bachelor nation on social media, making a lot of comparisons between Clayton and Peter. Oh man. I know <laughs> it's, uh, I have seen lots of those, but listen, what will people just, again, you're hearing it straight from the horse's mouth here. I've been in his shoes. Um, it's, there is so much that goes on that you're not seeing, unfortunately, you know, again, I don't know any of the backstory with right. behind the scenes with his season. I, I, don't, I haven't talked to any people from his season on, you know, what's going on like that, but you can see it too. You can see like the manipulation that's going on and you can see how, you know, p- certain people are being pushed forward um, on the show. And it's, it's kind of making Clayton look bad. It just is. And it's that part sucks to see because, you know, that I feel like that happened on mine too. And that's not necessarily Clayton's fault. He's, you know, if there's someone in there that's, getting a lot of time that everyone's looking at like, how is he not seeing this? And, and why is he making this decision? Why is he keeping it around? Well, if she's there for, you know, 20 minutes and doing a whole montage, a makeout scene, like producers are making that happen or allowing that to happen. And it's, it's, it sucks to see kind of in hindsight, how that all plays out and turns out. And then people make these judgments on you and they're like, well, this guy's an idiot or why isn't he seeing that? And it's just, it's tough. It's kind of, you don't realize what you're signing up for, but it's just kind of, it comes with the territory. Yeah. Shanae, let's start with her. Two oh, on shit. one. Shanae. Oh, <laughs> she's, um, she's been something. And I know I always try to say and remember, you know, it's an edited show, but she is kind of confusing me because I feel like she's saying these like full sentences that don't seem to be chopped up. We're watching her say them and admitting to just acting and, you know, forcing tears. And it's confusing to me as a viewer because I thought we were supposed to suspend any sort of fakeness. And I'm just, I feel like she's a little bit different than traditional quote unquote villains in the fact that she wanted to be, but maybe I'm getting played. I don't know. What do you think about Shanae overall is how she's been on the show. I I don't get, I don't get it. I I do not get Shanae. I, 
it's it's true. I don't feel like like sure the power of editing is is very powerful and you can frankenbite things and you can make people sound like they're maybe acting a little crazier than they really are. But you're right. It doesn't seem like the like it's so consistent. So many different you know scenes or different locations, and it's like that came that same behavior is kind of going on. Um, I it's like she just has bought into it, I guess. And I I don't think I've ever from my memory, I don't think I've ever seen someone on the show that you know quote unquote villain has bought into it. And it seems like they enjoy it, you know, mm-hmm. so much. Um, I remember like we uh on, on with Dustin and I when we were on uh, Hannah season. You know, a lot of people thought Luke was like a paid actor. Like they kept thinking, oh, right. he's a paid actor there. And I don't know if I ever necessarily bought that, but it's like, I would almost believe it with Shanae if that's what she was doing. Cause it just seems so over the top and like egregious. I'm like, yeah, huh. I just don't understand it. Which makes oh. me think, cause the women's reaction also says a lot. I think overall, always on the show, the contestants, how you guys how they react when something happens. If they're sad, when someone goes home, you're like, oh, that probably was like a a nice girl. They bonded. If they're literally cheering and double fisting champagne um, and saying comments like, oh, our guy has a good picker. We can trust him now. Like that says a lot about her. No, (laughs) it's honestly, that was hard to like watch. Like you, this sounds bad, but my heart almost goes out to like Shanae having to watch that. Granted, she probably did this to herself. You know, she did too much editing. she did do this. To I, listen, but I say that truly, like I give everyone the benefit of the doubt because we don't know the full story. You've been on the show, you know, she was, she was just saying tears. I'm trying to get these tears out. Like, come on. I, I don't, I don't buy oh, that at all. You're right. You're right. Uh, guess, yeah. She yeah, knows what she was buying into. I don't feel sorry for her. She's, uh, she's going to be a, okay. She bought into the villain and she's the villain and she's going to get looked at. Yeah. She's yeah. If you had to predict, they love a villain on paradise, obviously. But there was a lot of people tweeting last night. Mike Fleissian responded to one of someone like wanting to boycott if Shanae goes on Paradise, which no one's boycotting anything. But um, people maybe kind of over it, don't want to see her. If you were her, would you ever want to even open yourself up to that? And do you think the like she should, you know, we should see her again? Just throwing that out there. She's made for TV. Yes, she needs to go on all the other shows. With She's entertaining. Shrimp. I'm not going to lie. She was very entertaining. I actually loved watching, watching her because I was... I, I hate to admit because yeah. I truly like I'm Dustin and I talk about this all the time. I'm the I watch a show for the love. I want to see that story. And it's only like one or two relationships that maybe you get a season that you get to really fall for. Um, but I will say once Shanae left in this most recent episode, it kind of like it didn't feel the same. So I have to admit, I get why, you know, producers do that and why they you know, villains are necessary for, for her for paradise. I can't speak for her. I don't know her, but you would think like if she's going to do it, you got to go on, try to get some type of like redemption arc, like try right. to like show maybe who you really are. Like I, I find it hard to believe that that's how she really is in real life. Like 24 yeah, seven. I just, man, that's, that seems a little over man. the top. You're a nice guy, I Peter. Little, <laughs> I, I know he's a little I, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. Cause like, that's just does. crazy. I see toxic. I see toxic. <laughs> yeah. I also think what was confusing about her is last week she was comparing herself to Meryl Streep. And then this week her play was to try to say that Genevieve was an actress. And it's like, I know you're caught up in the moment. And again, I don't know what we're not seeing, but you're literally like a walking hypocrite now. Like you're playing your own game again. Like it didn't, it, I just feel like it was, it's messy. And I don't know. She was a weird one to me. It's not like the traditional quote unquote villain. She was confusing to me. 
Yeah, just like ridiculous. That's the claims were so ridiculous and so out there. Like they just didn't make sense. And I felt so bad. Genevieve just looked so caught off guard. Like where where did that come from? Um, it's but so I thought toxic. she handled it well. It's that so toxic, and people love red flags and toxic behavior. People love it, and yeah. it's doing really well. Yeah. It's true. Why um, do we love it so much? Why I don't know. human beings are we like so entertained it's like, by that? Oh, that's it's a question like a t- for a psychiatrist. <laughs> Seriously. It's like when we want to date, we we can't help but go for the red flags. You know, it's insane. But um Yeah, it is. It's dark and it's twisted, and that's why the show works, but it's true. Um yeah. in a lead perspective, someone like when hearing the women say something like, Oh, you know, we kept him. Like we know he has a good guy. He has a good pick or whatever. Cause he finally got rid of Shanae. How much of your decision-making feels like, okay, I need to make the right decision. Cause whoever my front runners are, or whoever I actually like, I worry about what they're going to think of me. If I keep this person around, I know it's not Ooh. necessarily always your choice, but is that something you're thinking in the back of your mind? If I keep, I don't even remember who one of your villains was, but if I keep whoever, if I keep Shanae yeah. for much longer, will these women start to turn on me? Yeah. That was a good question. Um, so for me, the first time that that ever happened or that I was ever put in that kind of uh, frame of mind was, I remember I had this conversation with Chris and he brought it to my attention. He's like, listen, this is like a very pivotal moment here where you got to, the decision you're making is really going to either make or like just like break this house. And, you know, you, you possibly could lose, you know, credibility with women if if, you know, you don't make decision or, or what I won't get into details of what it was, but um, I remember he had that conversation with me and it really kind of opened my eyes. I was like, yeah, okay. This, I, I can't just like think about this personally and like for myself and what I want to continue to explore a little bit longer or not. Like I have to make decisions for everyone else um, for the greater good of all this kind of working out. And so that's definitely, yeah, as a lead, that's definitely something that's important. And um it's maybe not easy to do in moments because maybe, maybe true. And for me, like I had a moment where my heart was pulling me somewhere else, but if I went there and it, it wasn't necessarily pulling me hard enough to make me say, all right, whatever I need to do this, like for sure. But it still was tugging me that way. But I knew that I couldn't go that route because of what it was going to do with, um, with everyone else and, and the disruption that it could cause. So that's, um, listen, being a bachelor is not easy. There's so many difficult, you know, situations you go through and you kind of learn it on the go because you don't get practice for it. Um, so I, I felt I was, it was a moment of, you know, I was rooting for, for Clayton when he, when he you know, made the right decision, he gave it to Genevieve and you could just see that it was like for at least a moment, all was, all was right again. And, uh, until yeah. they brewed up some more drama. Yeah. Um, we can get into Tamara and Sarah and their feud that kind of comes out of nowhere, but kind of, by the way, great answer. Nice, cryptic enough, but also insightful. Um, <laughs> Mara and Sarah, which a couple weeks ago when they were roasting each other, they were definitely picking at each other with the age thing. So they kind of laid the foundation there. And I felt like that was like real. They kind of played it off like they were joking, but I was yeah. like, oh, these girls do not like each other <laughs> is the vibe I got. And then right. we saw that here for you guys watching it. Did it feel like Mara had like any real intentions of these concerns or was she just like grasping for straws? Cause clearly she's, you know, probably at the bottom of Clayton's list at this point. Yeah. I, uh, you want to go Dustin? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to put my finger on Mara. Um, it does seem like she's reaching a little bit, just trying to stir up a little bit and maybe he's a little jealous of Sarah and from that roast, um, yeah, I don't know what to put my finger on it, but yeah, I mean, say hello to your new villain, though. That's for yeah. sure. I, I no with, time. with with Mara, it's like, it, so this is my take on her. I 
I really want like you. I've been watching her the whole season and you can tell she is like, she's into it. She is like, she has bought in. Um, she obviously is, feels like she's in um, a perfect point of her life for this to work and to find someone. And um, she's the right age and just, you know, very powerful, strong, independent woman, like she keeps saying. And I believe that I buy all that uh, and I'm rooting for her and I want her to find it. I just, I haven't felt one glimpse of anything with her and Clayton. And so it's like, as much as I see her wanting it and you want to root for her, it's like, well, it's not going to happen. You know, it's not like you, as a viewer, you can just see, um, it sucks coming from the lead side when you have someone that's like Amara, where she's such perfect a great on person. Paper. She's perfect on paper, but it's just, you don't feel it. And it's like, you don't know how to like, let that, you don't know how to let her down. How do you do that? And, um, and so it's like, maybe yeah, you could tell he's not feeling it I, yeah, in that conversation. And, and she's so reaching. Yeah. yeah it, it's Sarah. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, we always joke about this on our show. Um, Peter is like the chemistry doctor. Like he, no one understands okay. chemistry like <laughs> Mr. Weber. He's like, oh, man, am I right or am I wrong? There's not, chemistry. the chemistry's not there with Mara and Clayton. It's just not. It's yeah. not. Him and Rachel is just not there. Yeah, I agree. It sounds like a, like a potential like column in like Cosmopolitan magazine. The uh, <laughs> the chemistry doctor, <laughs> the chemistry. Peter Weber. Whatever, whatever. I can He's fly planes. I got do a little chemistry, I guess. Yeah. Do you ever, if you're ever on a plane and maybe you'll like walk out, I know like the pilot's a little busy flying the plane, but if you yeah. ever, you know, walk out, maybe see a little sparks on a plane, you hear those stories sometimes. Maybe you can help them decide if it's, it's the real deal. Hey, if I see a couple in first class, yeah, I'm a good matchmaker. I'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. It's not there and it's just kind of comes off. I'm not, not, to, I don't want to be mean, but like a little sad. I'm not saying it, that it she's not sad. right. And you have to, you know, shoot your shot. That's why you're there. Clearly right. she's there quote unquote for the right reasons, which is nice. But when she's like listing out all the things she's done and he's looking at her like, well, that doesn't mean I'm in love with you. I was like, right. God, like that was a little cringe for me. Um, no shade Mara, but that was tough. She's <laughs> someone though, that you want to so badly see on paradise and you want to root the hell, like the hell out of it for her to go find someone and like have that happy ending and see it. And just like often in the sunset, cause she deserves that, you know, but then to wrap up the Sarah side of it, it was just to jump ahead at the end, Sarah's obviously very distraught about these allegations that she, you know, maybe yeah. is, has said, which first of all, the offhanded comment of not ready to get engaged said weeks ago. I feel like that was probably more like, this is crazy. Like, not like I'm never going to get, like, I feel like maybe she's kind of reaching with that one. Totally and Sarah's yeah. very visible, emotional reaction, seemingly crying, talking to a producer, I would assume when she's like off there, um, felt real to me, but then she flipped it real quick with the anger going back in. And then the promo, I don't know if they're messing with me, probably makes it seem like the other girls maybe kind of don't love Sarah either. At least some of them are on Mara's side. So I can't decide what I actually think of of what's happening there. Yeah, that's what it looked like. How old is Sarah again? 23. Oh, she's not ready for marriage. That's insane. I No, no, that's, no. I, I don't, listen, I don't buy Peter, it. as in someone else who also had girls that were younger and you got crap for that too, picking younger girls. She that is your fault, 23. But. She's not ready. For, she lives in New York you City. You cannot right? say that definitively for the most part, but I say it time and time again, you can be a 30-year-old that's not ready for marriage, has a long way to go, and you can meet a 23-year-old that's more than ready and for whatever reason has those life experiences and that maturity. You can't box everyone into the same box 100%. So I never like to say that. Right. I will. <laughs> you and Mara. <laughs> no, I get, I get what you mean. It's hard for me to think, especially like East Coast girl. I don't know. Not that like all Southern people who maybe get married younger are necessarily ready or not. It's all generalizations, but I just can't decide if Mara's intentions, it feels like she doesn't have the right intentions of throwing Sarah under the bus, but that doesn't mean she's wrong about Sarah either. But Sarah yeah. seems like a nice girl and Clayton, 
Clayton clearly likes making out with her. So she's sticking around for a little longer. He likes making out with a lot of the girls. <laughs> yeah. He liked making out with Shanae too, which was why also he, everyone says that producers, you know, make you keep someone like that, which I don't know if that's true. I'm sure they, you know, help, but he liked making out with Shanae. There was no putting a gun to Clayton's head when Shanae was coming in the room, you know, on oh, that, yeah. that bar area. I, I said, I, I was, I, I was very jealous because he was so, so smooth at doing the lips and picking, picking her up and putting her on, on bar stands or whatever, and uh, not banging her head. Like I seem to do with anyone. I try that with. <laughs> oh so I gotta take some lessons. From He's kind of smooth there. I, well, I, I think so. He's good at making yeah, out and good at whispering. He is, um, yes. Which speaking of whispering, I want to talk about Rachel because she is, in my opinion, and probably, you know, not a revolutionary opinion, the clear uh, front runner here, right? Yeah. Yeah. There is there. It's it's I'm honestly I'm, I'm kind of surprised that he was he's been able to give her the group date rose so many times. So yeah. I kind of I think kind of back to back um, like he's very lucky he was able to do that. Um, and it's it's kind of like, you know, you see. And if I'm looking at this as just a viewer here, I, I'm like, maybe production now is throwing up a little bit of a Hail Mary with Susie to try yeah. to like, she can't, they can't have Rachel separate too much from the pack. So now, you know, Susie's going to come in and, and, and I believe, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that it's there with Susie and Clayton as much as it is with Rachel and Clayton, but I don't think Susie would just like say that and like lie about it. Um, yeah, I do feel like she feels for him. And I would say, yeah, Susie's like the number two, uh, but Rachel's just like pulling away from the pack right now. Like it's not really a competition. Yeah. I feel like with Rachel and Clayton though, all they really do is like look at each other and like whisper and make out and then like talk about how they love like, like each other so much. I mean, maybe they're cutting stuff out, but it, it's definitely their chemistry wise, but it kind of feels like one of those where they're going to leave and realize they hadn't said a word to each other of anything. Or <laughs> don't know anything about each other. Yeah. Kinda. <laughs> like he it's, and then like, even on their first one-on-one -on -one date, when he was like, promise me you'll still like me tomorrow or something. I was like, are we in eighth grade? Like there was just like some yeah. weird things being said, but they also yeah. like are, I mean, the way they're looking at each other, you can't deny it. So there's something there. It just feels like, I don't know if we got love or we got lust or something. It, a little bit of like, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, a little bit almost like the puppy dog love where like you just say really kind of ridiculous things. Cause you're just so, you know, you're overwhelmed with your feelings and you're really feeling it with the person. So you can see it there, but yeah, I could see that it possibly happening where maybe they don't know that much about each other at the end. Hopefully not the case. I don't know. We got to do some predictions for how it all, all went. Well, that's almost the case for all of it. I mean, you don't have that much time. It's not like you could get, get it all out there at the beginning. So who knows? I don't know if they just do it because the way they edit the bachelor and bachelorette a little differently, but it always feels like on the bachelorette, they at least show the lead like responding or like asking questions and with the bachelors they always make it seem like or maybe you guys don't i don't know that you don't really ask any questions and you're just like i love that for you and then you make out <laughs> and on the bachelorette it's like let's have these deep conversations about race and about like how we're raising our children and religion and i don't know if the women leads you know maybe spend more time doing that or if it's just the way they show it because like stereotypically but it feels like that to me. And I feel like Clayton's getting a little bit of the, the Ari, you know, I love that. Thank you for sharing. Let's move on. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I've noticed that a lot with him. Um, I don't know why, listen, no, I, to defend, to defend the bachelors. No, we, there are, trust me, there's a lot of conversations that it gets cut out and, and this is probably just editing. I'm sure they've had very insightful talks. Um, but it's just like, it's difficult to, to have those serious conversations. Well, I guess it's not because they do it on The Bachelorette. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the do. reason. I just, I think it's just more fun. The Bachelor, it's just the way they edit the show. I think it's different. And there used to be like more things to say of the success of The Bachelorette couples, but now it's kind of even and out. Like there were so many breakups in the last couple of years that it's kind of like, 
we, need, we, we need some more to just stick, you know, some yeah. relationships to work out here. I'm pretty confident in Michelle and Nate personally for not, you know, I don't know them at all, but I just feel yeah. confident in Michelle and Nate. I don't know why. I, I didn't know how I felt at the end and my opinions changed. I definitely, yeah, I, you know, from what I've seen as an outside perspective, they seem really good with each other and uh, yeah, I'm stoked for them. They just met Rihanna. How crazy is that? And Rihanna like knew who they were. Like, that's what? Yo, what would, like, come on. Rihanna, knowing who you are, that's huge. You're, Has that's anyone ever life. come up to either one of you that knew who you were, that you were, that you were pleasantly surprised? Not on, not on Rihanna's level. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big one. I wish. <laughs> Maybe it's always happen. like, who are you again? This <laughs> oh, is for Dustin. Oh. Um, um, okay, that's really funny. But also with Susie, I agree with you. I think the clock tower thing felt like a let's keep Susie in the mix, but it was yeah, like a sweet moment. Yeah. When it's stuff like that, if you can answer this, is it like if you wanted to do something like that and you're a contestant on this show and you go to a producer, are they like most of the time willing to at least help you try or do they depend if you're going to work to further the story, they'll figure it out for you? Or is it like a turn around wait for your time? Or is there no consistent I, answer to that? I, I think, um, you know, I... I truly believe that at the end of the day, yes, it's a reality TV show, but at the end of the day, producers want the love story to happen. They truly do. And so I would say at a point in the journey, you know, kind of getting along there, getting close to hometowns, it's getting serious. Um, if someone were to do that, yeah, they're going to do their, if it makes sense, they're going to do that and they're going to allow it to happen. And they're going to give you every ability to, um, be creative with the leader or, or take them away or steal their time, you know, or, you know, steal them away. Um, they will help out. Um, but it's got to make sense, obviously. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, before we move on from Susie, you see in those Hannah B comparisons? I I guess I see. I'm, I mean, yeah, I definitely In this see episode, she called herself a, an inner beast. I'm like, this is like almost like you're stealing her line. Wait, I missed that. Did she during the group date when she was they were doing the the whatever that was the warrior competition? She was like, "I have an inner savage, an inner beast inside." I was oh. like, "That is straight up a Hannah oh, B quote." Man. Wow, they, yeah, they definitely fed her that line to say to say <laughs> she on. looks like her. Kind yeah, of. I, does. I can see the resemblance. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, you talked about this on your podcast and you shared your side of the story. But did you ever um talk to Hannah B after that book came out? You know what? I did not. I I reached out to her. Um, I received no comments and, uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. I personally, I wouldn't have, have done something like that. I, I, uh, I just, you were I taking that to the grave privacy. Well, I just, you know, if you, if two people have a private, you know, situation and, and talks and they say that we're going to keep it private, I just, I keep it private. Um, so I don't know if she, she now has done that to me on two occasions where she, she said, she's not going to say anything. And then she says something, um, what was the hey, other one? Uh, the windmill. She she oh, asked me not duh. to say anything. She and wrote about she that goes, in the book too, how she promised not to say anything, but the heat of the moment just took over. So she feels bad about it. I read the whole book. I don't. I, I yeah. doubt you did, but so, I don't think I can confide in her anymore. Put it that way. But yeah. uh, I think uh, I think I probably helped sell a lot of books for her. So I was, oh, you definitely did. And I got yeah. that book a little early, and I was just on the edge of my seat for those three weeks, waiting for everyone to find out because I signed an NDA and I couldn't tell anyone. And I was yeah. like, but Peter, I will say what's something, and you you always do this. You always take the high road. 
in moments like that. And you've told your side of the story, but when I listen to you guys talk about it, it's like, you could be so shady right now. You could be so this, and you were just like telling your side of the story and you're like, it is what it is. And as a journalist, I'm like, lame. But as a person, <laughs> I'm like, good job, Peter. <laughs> well, listen, I, it wasn't anything like, I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. Like there wasn't nothing like scandalous about it. It was, uh, we had had a past that, um, it, guys, if, I'm trying to put yourself in our shoes and like, everything we had been through and then not being able to see each other and see each other and then everything, how everything happened. It was a very, what is going on moment. And it was just two people kind of exploring that and it, nothing came from it and that's okay. But like, again, I didn't, I was never going to speak on it, but once it got out, like there was nothing to hide, it, nothing like that I felt bad about or, you know, ashamed of. It was you know, what everyone goes through, you know, yeah. two people trying to figure stuff out. Not, nothing crazy about it. Did you hear from any of your other, um, exes or bachelor nation exes at that time who were maybe surprised to learn that information just based on the timeline? Um, I can honestly say no, I, I do not speak to any, any exes. I, I have fully moved on moving forward. Fair enough. Had to ask. Yeah. Um, let's wrap up Clayton. What do you guys think of Teddy? She had a, she had a one-on-one. Um, she, she got the first impression of obviously, but hasn't been like a major player since then. Yeah. Um, with the bachelors, we kind of see that necessarily. They're not always as like front runner ish. I don't know why that is. Um, but she seems great. Um, Clayton's reaction to her being a virgin was a little strange just with the, I would have never known. I think he meant well, but it kind of came off weird. I think he kind of didn't know what to say in the moment and just, yeah. they just kind of flowed yeah. out. And that's, I think that's what happened there, but I agree. Yeah. But she seems lovely. Um, she seems like a great girl. Um, yeah. I was saying this with someone else, Pete. I don't know if I would want to go on TV and publicly lose my virginity, though. I don't. Think that seems like an insane that, amount of pressure. Yeah. It, it, I don't think this is something I would want, especially like ten years down the line. Just people know you for that if that's going to happen. I don't know. I would have. I don't know. I mean, it does take a long time to quote unquote like shed that. Um, whether you like have do anything in the fantasy suite or not. Like how long did Ashley, I or Becca Tilly have to have people like me creepily ask them questions about that, but it's like what they're known for. So it's like this weird thing, but also it's like nice to share. I don't know. It's a weird one. Bachelor and virginity. It's like a weird trope that they're never going to get rid of. No, we were, they we're just, talking they to it. Ashley. I, I had no idea. She was also like a virgin. And she was like I'm one of the OG, like talking about I it had, on the show. We were just on her show. And now she, we, she was talking about Teddy being around. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't think I'd do that. I don't like, I don't know about that. I, and we were talking about, I was like, holy shit. Are, I, she was like, well, I'm one. I'm like, oh man. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, she, she was like the OG with <laughs> that. In any way if yeah. I did, but. No, no, no. Now that. she's, now she's a mom and married Jared. It's like weird to know. Like, it's just weird that we ever have to think like, and not that I'm like losing sleep at night thinking like who actually I lost her virginity to, but like, it's weird that we were presented that. And then it's like yeah. this weird narrative that follows you sometimes to a paradise if you stay on this show. Right. Um, and then you can separate yourself from it. And she's obviously very successful in what she does. And people aren't asking, she's married. No one's asking her about that now. But it's a weird thing. And those years were probably difficult right after of like being known for that. And then it continuing because she was on paradise like and winter games and all that other stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I For me, I, that'd be diff- I don't know if I would... I would have exposed that about myself, you know, if, if that was the case, that's just a lot of pressure and it's gotta be uncomfortable, but um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I yeah. with, with specifically with Teddy though, it's like, I, I feel like it's dropped off. I don't know if it's there anymore. Um, yeah. Chemistry doctor. What, what is it? Chemistry doctor. It's not there. Well, no, She was off to a huge start. <laughs> you know, the impression rose and it's true. Um, it's just kind of, you know, kind of petered out and uh, it's, is not, it gone? it's gone forever. Getting there, getting there. 
Okay, I, okay, okay. I think I agree with you though. I think it's clear. My opinion, Rachel, Susie's a contender, and Gabby. I don't oh, know if Bachelor love... Nation just likes Gabby or if Clayton likes Gabby. Like, I feel like Gabby gets a lot of screen time, but it's more like when yeah. she's being silly. But I yeah, think Clayton sure. likes her enough, right? Like she's definitely a, a, a contender. I would say that, that has to be the top three. Yeah, Ga- the last episode with Gabby, that was a, a, a beautiful one-on-one date there. She seems like an absolute sweetheart. Yeah. Um, I could see too for, uh, I don't know, I, I would say it's going to be, well, I don't know what happens. Obviously no one does, but who he... This is my prediction. My prediction is, and I hate to say this, that he ends up with no one and that it, it was supposed to be Rachel. Um, but she loses it after the he intimate she finds with out. Both of you. Yes, she she loses it. And and then I, I don't who knows if they all walk away or how it ends, or maybe he walks away because he was it was mainly Rachel. But I'm hoping that's not the case, but that's how I kind of think it ends. And then I could see either Susie or uh or Gabby being the bachelor. I feel like whenever we've seen Susie on screen, the way she just like commands a conversation, it's like she's the bachelor and Clayton's kind of the contestant. Yeah. I haven't seen that with uh, any other of the other ladies. So she she could be a good one, but. You know who I want to see as the bachelorette? Who? A villain. I would love to see Cheyenne. Shanae? Shanae? Shanae, Shanae, I'm sorry. I would love <laughs> What about um that girl, that Cassidy girl early on? She never would be because she's out, but I feel like she was also gunning for, for the bachelorette role. Yeah. Which girl? Uh, which girl? The girl who like Cassidy, who was like coaching Shanae. That was they were like also. the like best friends oh, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, they're both crazy. Maybe both of them together. That you know what? It, cool. That's if Caitlin have, have they ever done a villain to become the lead? I don't think so. I mean, Juan Pablo, but he was not a villain when they picked him. He just became one. Um, and then like, they probably tried to offer Courtney Robertson a lot of money after her and Ben Flanick broke up, but she never took it. So right. I don't think so. Interesting. I don't know if they would do Shanae. What would your advice be going into the woman tell all for Clayton? Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, and they haven't taped it yet. I know that it's coming up, but they haven't, they haven't. taped it yet. No. Okay. Uh, um. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, at that point, I'm tr- I'm trying to think about how how mine went. And I guess most of it is the women just like yelling at each other, and then you come out at the end as the lead. But even as a contestant, like you've done it. But were you at? No, you weren't at Hannah. I never did. Justin, the, were you the at men. Hannah's? Yes. Okay. Do you remember like the guys just like going off at each other? Um. Yeah, I think everyone just went off on Luke P. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like I, I where's I, Luke P now? To. That's a good question. I should look into that. I have no idea. I think, I think for Clayton though, I mean, that's, Hey, go, if he, I've seen a little bit here where he's like, you know, Oh, he feels bad about the decisions and the, you know, the public scrutiny and, and all this. He's hey, apologizing, apologizing, go and just straight up ask whatever straight up question you want to ask to Shanae, whoever it may be, why was that done? And, um, and hopefully they'll be honest with you and, and get whatever answers, I guess at that point though, it's like, what does it really matter? What's done is done. Hopefully, hopefully he's happy and with someone now it's, it's all been filmed and it's done with, but so it's not really going to change anything, but um, I think yeah. he should step into more. So not the nice guy role and maybe just taking um, control of the women to law and telling, not even asking, you know, why were you acting like this? But like, this is wrong of you. You shouldn't have done this. You were um, playing these games on me and it's not, a, it's not right. And I, I would like to see him take that role because he is a nice guy and he probably wants to make everyone feel comfortable and it's going to be very uncomfortable for him. I'm sure. Yeah. But I'd yeah. like to see him just uh, take control, take control and uh, I agree. control it all. I think the women's hall is always so disappointing as a viewer because 
they give us all of this drama and they get us all invested. And then it's just not enough time. It's not like a housewives reunion, which, you know, I'm sure you guys watch all the time that they oh, really yeah. dive in. And like, it also matters more because these people are like stay in each other's life versus like this show. It's like, they don't even really know each other, but I feel like they introduce all this stuff. And like, I'm going to be pissed if I don't get my closure. So it's like, I would have so many more questions. I know they also tape that for hours longer than it airs too, but it's always confusing to me what they show, what they don't show and why there's always random contestants who aren't there. Like people just don't come. Are you, is that not like an obligation? I, I don't know why. Um, there's always people missing. There are always people missing. I don't think they invite everybody. It's weird. Uh, in my, I don't, I don't think they invite everybody. Do you th- is there anyone you don't think is going to, is going to kind of get, I don't know if shafted is the word, but someone that you would think is going to be there is not going to be there. Well, um, Cassidy comes to mind just as a person who was involved very much in the beginning, but then you forget about her. And like, I have questions for her, but like, right. I don't I know if people care anymore. You know what I mean? Cause it does go so forward, but I don't right. know there is. And then there's always that like one person who takes over and it's like, who are you? <laughs> like, yeah, you're, you're the, paradise audition. And it's they, funny. It's they, like a they, trope. They, too, they but... find their voice there at the, uh, at the tell all. And that's what I was supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't start enough drama. <laughs> I know I did it um oh, overall thoughts on jesse palmer i think he's doing good he's uh you know, had he's an like advice you, moment in this episode yeah it was it was a good kind of you know fatherly advice type you know chris role there um kind of reminded me of i don't think he's doing anything put it this way, i don't think he's doing anything that's like making me oh he should not be the the host and like what i'm not feeling it um he's he's very polished he's very good at what he does you know he obviously has a lot of experience from his you know um, sports broadcasting stuff. So uh, yeah, I was the connect, cool connection being the, a previous bachelor. And uh, yeah, I think he's, I can't get over how similar they look. You know, it's insane. The mannerisms but, too. Like he does the hands that Chris Harrison did. Like, it's like, it's almost like he studied like game. I film. know he did. I see him walking in. He's cheers in the glass. Yeah. Like, oh, flashbacks. Okay. And I think he's a nice guy too. And he's definitely a very polished host. But like when he brings up, like, you know, when I was the bachelor, I was in the same position and I know he was, but it was so freaking long ago. And the show is like so different now that it kind of makes me laugh that it's even like Jesse Palmer trying to relate to Clayton on this level. Like, I know it's a, it's a unique club. There's only a handful of you guys, but right. like, doesn't it kind of be like Jesse Palmer? Like, can you really relate to what's Clayton going, going yeah. through? Yeah. Right a little bit. It's like, it's, he's supposed to say that, but I don't know if I actually buy it. Totally. Right. But Chris Harrison could never quote unquote relate to what you were going through right now, technically, right? Yeah. And he never tried to. He never tried to, you know. He I think the most it was just he was uh going back to previous experiences he had with leads and and explaining what happened there. And but yeah, he never obviously took that kind of stand. Yeah. Well, overall, I think the season has been super fun to watch. I just agree with you that I'm not overly confident in um maybe Clayton's ability to make not, not necessarily not make a great decision, but the way he's going to navigate this. Do we think we're going to be let down by how good these promos have been? Or do you think it's going to actually be as good as it looks? Because I remember with your season, Peter, it was like all this hype of it's not spoiled. Mm -hmm. And it was like all those crazy theories about you and your producer and like all this stuff. And it was definitely interesting, but a lot of it was what played out after. Yeah. And then with Clayton, we're seeing in these promos, these, you know, confessions at Rose ceremonies, like all this stuff. Like, do we think there's any way we were going to be disappointed as far as a drama standpoint goes? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do. I, I think so. Um, I, I really like, I, again, I, I hate that. I think this, but I just, I don't think he ends up with someone. And um, well, I guess no, from drama, it's not going to be a letdown, but I think you're going to be, you're, you're going to be sad for, for the ending of it. Um, if I had to get, I could be completely wrong. I really don't know. Yeah, No, I don't know either. Um, 
I guess I don't think drama. There'll be a letdown for drama. I think it's definitely gonna be dramatic. I can relate the whole fantasy suite thing and, you know, falling for multiple people and having, but that's the thing. That's the thing with Clayton right now is, I mean, I can relate. I know Ben has said stuff. He, he can relate, but I don't see it though with him. I don't see how he's like at this point, I think I would see it with other women right. of really how he's fall, like on the level of Rachel. I do, I do think Rachel is, she's taking off and to such a lead. I'm like, wow, what's going to happen in these next couple of weeks where we really see him fall in love with two other women right now? Cause I, I just don't see it. Yeah. And say it. There used to be a rule back in the day, unwritten rule. Those bachelors didn't say I love you because then they wouldn't end up in this situation. Yeah. And I always joke to Ben Higgins that you ruined you. Well, you made my life with it, but like ruined it. But then it's like, he's like, I tell them not to do it. And they all just keep doing it anyway. And I'm like, yeah, I guess it's like a weird thing now. It's, but to yeah. say I love you to three, it's hard to come back from that as someone watching it. I don't know. I know you guys have to compartmentalize when you, you know, whoever wins and you try to get past that. But that was like used to be the sacred part. The I love you. You're so right. Yeah. But listen, it's a lot easier said than done. If, if it truly happens to you and it's possible, I'm telling you it's possible. Um, and, and people want to say, Oh, it's, it's, it's not real. Like you can't be in love with more than one person at one time. Well, why not? Can you love if, if you have multiple marriages, right? If you get divorced and you marry someone else, did you not love two people? Why can't it be at the same time? Um, and so I'm an advocate for it. I'll defend Clayton. I get it. It's possible. I will. I agree with Ben. Anyone listening to this, try to refrain from that because you will save yourself a lot of, a lot of hurt and pain later on. Um, but if you're living in the moment and you're being honest with yourself, that's what the show kind of promotes and pushes. And it's hard to kind of get in that mindset of, all right, I got to maybe hold back a little bit. Well, based on how this is going to go, um, Clayton might be calling you for maybe some advice or yeah. some support because it is, you know, as I always say, it's fun to joke about the show, but people go way too far all the time. So oh, I yeah. can imagine it's going to be an interesting month for him on the internet. Yeah, it's coming down to the end. This is uh, <laughs> this is where it gets real interesting, that's for sure. Did you like try to not look at stuff like that? Or were you like reading? Because he said he was reading it all. And I think someone had to tell him like, dude, you got to stop reading it all. I mean, there's, it's kind of impossible not to like see everything. Like when it's, you know, people are talking, but it's just, it kind of just, you, you just kind of get hardened to it. You, at, at some point it stops affecting you so much just because you can only take so much. And then um, you just kind of, it's like, it sucks, but you kind of just get used to it. And so then it doesn't affect as much, but um, he's going to come out of this no matter what, for sure. Like he said, the reason my theory to it, you know, he doesn't end up with someone is in the beginning of the show, he, uh, he said something about, um, or I saw an interview where he was like, yeah, I found love. And that was, that was very sh shocking to me because normally you're not supposed to say that and give it away. You know, you're kind of coach not to do that. And I think it's going to be more of a, he found a self-love type situation oh. in the end, you know, with himself and um, he's learned a lot about himself and he's really excited about, you know, progressing and finding something in the future. So we will see. I love that prediction. Well, I'll let you guys go. Um, tell everyone where they can listen to bachelors in the city when it comes out, anything else you got going on that you want the us weekly listeners and readers to know. Bash, yeah, Bashers in the city. Uh, you guys can listen to us anywhere you guys get podcasts. We have two episodes a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Would love to have you uh, join us. And uh, yeah, hopefully I'll fly. Maybe I'll fly you on a flight someday. United <laughs> Airlines, come say hi. Uh, <laughs> come check the You fly out of Newark there. a lot, right? Yeah, I fly out of Newark and LaGuardia. I'm okay, right to I live in Hoboken, so I'm in that Newark. I'm waiting one day, Peter. I'm going to get on the hey. plane. It's going to be you. Newark, there's a chance there for yeah. sure. Definitely. Um, all right. Thank you guys so much. Anything else? If you are in the New York area and want to volunteer and get some cool perks from local businesses, um, come volunteer with Guaranteed Karma. Um, 
Peter will be hosting one of his own volunteering opportunities here soon with Guaranteed Karma. So come hang out with us. Sure. Awesome. All right. Thanks guys so much. Have a great rest of your day. All right. You too, sir. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to leave us five stars and come back every Tuesday and Friday for more Bachelor breakdowns, interviews, and all things Bachelor Nation.